Hey readers, welcome to Your Bookstore Besties. We're your hosts, Rachel and Becky, best friends who met while working at an indie bookstore. We love chatting about all things books, and we're so happy that you joined today. Hello, welcome back to Your Bookstore Besties. I'm Becky. I'm Rachel. Hi, Rachel. (laughs) Hi, Becky. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm good. I've been reading again, which is very nice. <gasps> so great. I'm trying to dig myself out of the slump, like with mm-hmm. my bare hands. Do you think reading Daughter of the Moon Goddess got you out of that or was it something else? I think you're right because it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And even though I had to read it very quickly, um, I didn't feel like I was forcing myself to read. Other than the fact that like there was a time crunch. So yes, yeah. I kind of was. But nothing like a really good book to get you out of reading slump, but also sometimes really good books put you into reading slumps. Mm, so yeah, yeah. Because like um, all you think about is that book and you're like, nothing will ever compare. You know? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, speaking of that. So um, a lady came into the store the other uh-huh. day and she was like, so I bought uh this book uh it's called a court of thorns and roses i don't know if you've heard of it i was like oh have i she's like i bought it and like honestly it was okay but like i didn't really start really loving it until like the last like 100 pages and i was like oh sounds good you know what i'm gonna tell you right and she was like what and i was like read the second book and if you don't like the second book then you can give up because if you don't like the second book you're not gonna like the rest of the books. right right that's tr- true so i and she was like oh well all my friends said that so you know that makes sense i was like your friends are correct listen to your friends and also me um so she was like i will and i'll tell you how i like it and i was like i hope she actually comes back and tells me that it's like her favorite book ever because absolutely because i felt the same kind of way about you know the first book it's very Mm -hmm. beauty and the beast retelling for half Mm -hmm. of it and then completely unhinged the second half Yeah, yeah so I don't know, but that's the book that always gets me out of reading slumps because I reread it every year. I didn't do it last year, admittedly, uh-huh. but I I always, if I'm in a reading slump, I just pull out A Court of Mist and Fury, which is the mm-hmm. second book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what, an 800-page book that's or something? So big, yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, not the most efficient way to pull myself out of reading slump, but... Oh, in speaking any of uh, Sarah J. Mass <laughs> and A Court of Thorns and Roses... Um, her third book in the series, um, uh, Circuits. What am I? Oh my gosh, Becky! What is Circuits, it Circuit City, <laughs> yes, Circuit Crescent, City, Crescent City was announced for January. So her third book in that series is, in, is coming out in January, and I'm very excited. Like I'm gonna I have to read them. Wait, January yeah. like 2024? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did see that. You know why I remember seeing that? I, I remembered being like. That means I have to read a bunch of books before my wedding. <laughs> sure do. Yes. Um, but yeah, I did see that. I still have to read the second book in that series. I'm so sorry, Becky. It's been yeah, it's fine. You better be and... the first. I better be the first person you talk to when you read the second book. Of course. Okay. No one else. Nobody else. <laughs> You're not allowed no to. No one do. else. <laughs> It'll be a complete secret. Um, but so what's uh, what I'm reading right now, which I think is going to be a pretty effective at pulling me out mm-hmm. even further um i'm actually reading clockwork angel by Cassandra oh the Cassandra Clare. Clare. okay yeah yeah oh, okay. which <clears throat> i've been meaning to read for a while not necessarily that one but um 
any Cassandra Clare. Yeah. And after talking with Athena a couple weeks ago, and Athena has her whole spiel about the Cassandra Clare universe, if mm-hmm. you will, and what she thinks I should do. And I was like, I'm going to disregard everything you say and just do it this way. And she's like, yeah. fine. <laughs> so I'm doing that. And I think that's going to be like the one physical book I take on my trip. Um, okay. Which I'm leaving on Wednesday morning, early yeah. Wednesday morning. Do you know what else you're you're bringing um, book-wise on that trip? Well, I'm going to bring my Kindle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't anticipate I will do a ton of reading, honestly, because I always have the ambition of reading on trips. And then by the time I'm just like in my hotel room and relaxing, I'm either like looking at photos from that day and posting them or, mm-hmm. um, you know, just kind of turning off my brain and being on TikTok or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Or just going to sleep. So I don't actually read a ton on trips. Do you do you read a lot on trips? Is that uh, well that... I definitely read on the plane. Like I'm not really a movie watcher on planes. So I I mean I will get books read on on a plane, especially like something on like the week, you know, going to the West Coast. Yeah. Um but it really it really just depends on the type of trip. Like if it's like a beach trip, heck yes I'm gonna be reading. But if yeah, it's that's like, true. go 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 then no. Our trip is very much go, go, go. So we're landing in San Francisco Mm -hmm. um, there for a couple of days. We're going by car. This whole trip is we're driving um, Mm -hmm. to Monterey and Carmel. Mm -hmm. um, And then we're driving to Hollywood and then we're driving to which was originally Sequoia, but Sequoia is closed for the for like at least half of April. And then um, from there, we're driving to San Diego, where we're ending our trip, seeing some family that friends. So um, my dad's going to be golfing. So it'll be a good trip, but it yeah. is very go, go, go. And mm-hmm. for the car rides, I'm probably going to be driving, either okay. David or I. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if any reading is to get done, it will be like in the evenings mm-hmm. at my hotel or on the plane. But our plane, we're getting up at 5 a.m. and we're oh. the plane leaves at 8 uh-huh. So I might just be sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but stay tuned. I'll definitely give the podcast a full report of how the trip went, and uh, maybe I'll take a cute picture of my of my book in San oh Francisco. Oh my gosh, you have to, you have to. Yeah. Did I tell you that I I honeymoon I honeymooned in like Santa Cruz Mon- Monterey area? You didn't tell me that. Yeah, that was super super fun. Really beautiful, beautiful, uh, beautiful country, man. Just really well, nice. I think you'll like it. I hope that the stuff I have planned for that area is to your approval. I'll oh, have yeah. To, Are you going to the list. aquarium in Monterey? I mean, yeah, that's kind of the main attraction, right? It's pretty cool. Is it worth it being as I've seen a dozen aquariums throughout my life? I mean, I love aquariums. Like, I always think aquariums are worth it. There's something super peaceful about it. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I'll read my book in an aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So what are we talking about today, Becky? So we are doing... We didn't do a... our fun fact. Okay. <laughs> What's your fun fact, Rachel? <laughs> I just realized uh, my fun fact is I sneeze a lot and I'm probably allergic to something, but I don't care enough to know, to like figure out why I sneeze. But I sneeze like eight to 10 times, probably like a day a time, a in a row. Yeah. yeah. She just sneezed seven times before we started this. <laughs> like I was chatting with her for two minutes and there were seven. But it's a very yeah. cute sound. It's a very cute sneeze. So maybe you'll get to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> What's your it's probably, it's probably pollen, though. I mean, it's the pollen season. So I mean, that or dust, you know, could be. Could be. You know how those books are. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, my fun fact is I used to work at a consignment slash thrift store. So 90% of my wardrobe is thrifted. And I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but um, I'm obsessed with it. I'm like, I'll look at my office and be like, oh my gosh, this is all secondhand. So. No, it is a good thing because it not only helps like the fast fashion, like to kill fast fashion. Yeah, yeah. Um, it also... Um, is probably cheaper in the long run mm-hmm. for clothes that will last longer. And also your outfits are always very cute. So it's so nice of you to say. She's very fashionable. I am not. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Anyways. anyways. <laughs> so um, I went back and listened to our very last episode of 2022 to just kind of remind myself of what mine and Rachel's um, 2023 goals were. So like I said, we're doing a quarterly check-in for the year and be like, are we on track? What do, what do we need to do? What's, what's going on here? So I'm probably just going to be asking Rachel a bunch of questions. Um, my first question is you said you'd read 125 books. Oh Jesus here. I knew this was going to be the first thing. And I was just like, okay, so I'm not going to read 125 books. Um, if, <laughs> I think this is probably the least amount of books I've read in a span of, I guess, four months now, Mm -hmm. probably in, I don't know, over five years. Mm -hmm. Um, I've only read 12 books this year. Oh, wow. That is really surprising for you. Yeah, which is very surprising. Now, I've just been busy, you know, different hobbies, stuff Uh like that. It happens. Mm -hmm. Um, That's to say, like, 12 books is still a lot to anyone else. Oh, sure, sure. Okay, when I, I have a, a bone to pick with you. In one episode oh um, that we did, you made fun of me for reading 85 books and not getting to it. So <laughs> I'm going to make fun of you in this exact moment. That's fine. That's fair. And say, ha ha, you're not going to get in your goal of 125. Well, joke's on you because I think like a month after that episode, I changed my reading goal to 75. <laughs> um because at one point I was like 14 books behind and I was like, yeah. that's absurd. So I changed it to 75 and now I'm seven books behind. So, <laughs> um, so no, Rachel is not going to be reading 125 books. But everyone I tell that is not like someone who works at the bookstore yeah, or yeah. whatever, uh, every time I tell people, oh, I read 111 books in 2022, they're like, oh my gosh, what? Yeah. Were they like all graphic novels? Like they just assume they weren't like full length novels. Which yeah everything counts but i get also, it rachel d- includes books that she hasn't finished so uh last year that was one book becky so i guess 110 for you yeah and exactly. anyone else who's a hater out there <laughs> but anyways so like 12 is still a big accomplishment you Definitely, know I'm, yeah. I'm not going to um be sad about it i'm just gonna do my best and if it happens it happens life's too short to live with regrets and such and so yeah, forth yeah that's so fair. So what was your what was your amount you wanted to read um, and are you still on track? Yeah, my goal was 88 books and Goodreads says that I am one book ahead of schedule. So Wow. Really yeah. How the turntables. How the turntables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've read 23 books so far and I'm in the middle of two right now, so. So what are you reading right now? We didn't even talk about that. Oh, what am I reading? What is Goodreads say? Uh, <laughs> they must not be very good if you yeah. don't immediately know what they are i'm actually i've been in the middle of um oh, what is it? uh trevor noah's memoir oh, for border a while. crime yes border crime and that's only because i've gotten in the habit in the past like three months of listening to memoirs like i don't really listen to like fiction 
but I do listen to nonfiction and memoirs. And so this one, I picked up a a physical book um, and it's been really hard to read it because as I'm, as I'm reading it, I'm like, I need to hear his voice. I need to hear him, you know, cause he's a comedian and I just want to hear this in his voice. So because of that, I haven't been going back to it as often, but mm-hmm. plot twist, uh, my dad got it on audible. So I just started listening to it on audible and boy, is it way better <laughs> to listen to his voice. So that oh, one I'll okay. probably finishing a lot quicker. And then I'm uh, working on another nonfiction called how to human. Three ways to share life beyond what distracts, divides, and disconnect us. And that is by Carlos Whitaker. He's a Instagram influencer. Um, just very hopeful, very positive about That's like, you good. know, bringing everyone together, even though we're all super, super different. So um, those are the two I'm working on. I need to start at like a fiction book soon. Um, a lot of nonfiction for you. Yeah, this is like super weird for me. And that brings us back to our goals. Um, you said you wanted to read one nonfiction book this year. Have I done that? Let's see. Hmm. Well, I read In Order to Live. Do you count that? I count it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So yes, I have accomplished that goal. Wow. Look at me. Yes. You also said you wanted to read one memoir. So you have to read another one. I mean, yeah, technically. I mean, I could could count um, In Order to Live as the memoir and maybe still aim for the nonfiction because it's more of a memoir than nonfiction, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah. But okay. So accomplish one of those two. Yeah. Great. I'm going to, I'm going to say one memoir. Knocked out. Um, (laughs) Another thing you said is you wanted to lead a romance book club at the bookstore. I actually haven't checked in with you about that. Um, Yeah. Have not done that yet. Okay. Um, There's been talks of it, but nothing concrete. And it's always like, when I'm about to be like, oh, this month's a good month, mm-hmm. I think about all the stuff I need to do. Yeah. And especially now wedding planning is really getting into uh, the forefront of my mind. I'm like, do I want to start a book club that is going to be doomed to fail oh. several months from now when I am too busy to even read anything? Mm-hmm. So, no, I have not done that yet. Hey, but that's okay. That's okay. You know, it's only like a quarter of the way through the year. So yes, we're, yes, we're okay. Um, I wrote in mine that I wanted to read less romance. And let me see. How many romance have I read? One, two, three, four, five. I wrote five. Five of my 23. So that's less than I would say I typically do. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm doing okay for that one. Such a sad goal, but I, I approve of your goals regardless. Well, I think I was I was saying in that episode where we talked about it is that I just I have been reading I've been rating all of them like threes, like just like very yeah. mid. Like they're fine. Like I would never reread any of them. Um mm-hmm. but I did enjoy the bride test by Helen Huang. That's um one I really enjoyed this from this year, which I've talked about multiple times on this podcast, mm-hmm. but that was a good one. And I think you I, should read The Hard Principle still. I do. I will. Yes. That's that's on my TBR. Um, I got to get through these nonfiction sparks, girl. So. <laughs> All right. Let's see. What's next? What else did you say? Um, you said one middle grade novel. Um, no, I have not done that. I'm trying to think about if I have any on my the forefront of my mind to read. Mm-hmm. I can't really think of any. I mean, I read a picture book the other day, but that doesn't count. 
someone um there's an author who emailed us and was like hey you should check out um my book and mm-hmm. oh i want to i want to find what it's called because it was very cute and i think people should read it it's called long goes to dragon school w-o-n-g Wong. uh l as oh, in okay. yeah um by helen Wu. And it's about a dragon who goes to dragon school and all the dragons there can breathe fire, but he actually breathes water. Um, So he can't do what the other dragons are doing. So like making s'mores and like heating up food and he just like soaks everything and like he can't do it right. And he's, he's trying to hide it. Um, and it was just very it was very cute but that doesn't count because that's a picture book well yeah picture uh, <laughs> book is not middle grade so I yeah mean, you had said i'd like to read one picture book that i would give it to you but no yeah i know but i i definitely do want to read i probably will continue with percy jackson to okay to do that challenge pretty, i think pretty good that's a good one yeah. um all right let's see what do i have on mine my next one is um more sci-fi and mystery let me look at Goodreads. Um, do, do, do more sci-fi. Okay, I read one murder mystery, and Scythe, I guess, is sci-fi. So I guess I'm doing good too. <laughs> How many did you read last year? I mean, I read a lot of fantasy, mm-hmm. but um, not much mystery. But the mystery I did read was a cozy mystery. It was called A Deadly Inside Scoop uh-huh. by Abby Collette, and it like centers around a um ice cream shop it was so cute um just really really sweet murder mystery as as sweet as murder can be you know so i mean that counts yeah i've never yeah. read a cozy mystery myself but i oh, know there's right. a big i know there's a big um market for them mm-hmm. especially yeah, amongst older ladies but <laughs> no judgment i do own one cozy mystery <laughs> Oh, um, I, remember I don't when know you if you remember. Yes, yes. What's it called again, Rachel? <laughs> so <laughs> there was a book um, that I think either the publisher had sent us or it was like a rejected return. I don't know why I was able to just take it, but it was basically a book that no one wanted and we would have just it's been just a dang shame had to get rid of. Um, it's called Murder at the Lobster Shack and that's L-O-B-S-T-A-H. <laughs> Lobster. lobster shack so, so i do own it. that one <laughs> but um mm. yeah um your you said you wanted did I say more sci-fi and fantasy that's what you said more sci-fi and fantasy oh more sci-fi and fantasy well um i mean i did read a fantasy book this year and it was a longer one that was serpent in the wings of night mm-hmm. um and i loved it and I also just read Daughter of the Moon Goddess. Okay, so you're doing good. Um, you're doing good. So definitely more fantasy. Yeah. Um, sci-fi, haven't read anything yet, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so just just the two fantasy books. Okay. Last one that you had is one classic. One classic. Well, I think I will be accomplishing that in the next <laughs> month or two, which is yes. great. Um. Because as we talked about last week, sometime soon, we haven't announced exactly when yet, but sometime soon we're going to be reading Little Women together. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Just as we did for In Order to Live, um, 
that is our plan. So I think I will accomplish that. Now, besides that, do I want to read another one other than that? Kind of yes, because I feel like... Pride and Prejudice. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. I'm surprised you haven't included Pride and Prejudice on one of those reading challenges. You know, maybe I will the next one. (laughs) All three choices will just be Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. You get to pick the version, the like retelling or something. I don't know. You'll give me three different ISBNs and they'll all be different versions of Pride and Prejudice. Just the same book, but different covers. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, I said I wanted to read one classic and I read, I guess I'll say two because I I read Their Eyes Were Watching God by Nora uh, Zora Neale Hurston. And then I also read the poems of Phyllis Wheatley. So I'm going to include that as a classic because it is classic literature. So. Yeah, so I am going to say I did that one. And then I just said more nonfiction, which I have been doing. I've read, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I read, oh, nine. I read nine. Wow, most of this is nonfiction. Oh my gosh, that's like so unlike me. <laughs> that, I um, mean, I knew you were reading a lot more, so I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, it's because I'm, I'm like listening to them like on my way to work because I listen to the audiobooks to work or when I'm working out. And I don't really want to listen to like a fiction story. I feel like that'd be too hard to follow. But, you know, nonfictions, it's fine. You're not missing the plot. If, like, you know, you tune it out a little bit. But <laughs> Oh, so you're <sighs> tuning out when you're, no, when you're listening to. No. Oh, so how is it different for me? You know, counting Saying the DNFs because you haven't finished it. You zoned out during pages. Not all of it. It's like a very minor. Twenty-five. <laughs> Whatever. I'm over it. Um, <laughs> my last thing I mentioned was that I wanted to read one Riley Sager book, and I have not done that yet. So, which one are you like most interested in? You told me to read um, something about a house, a horror house, murder house, a Home Before Dark. Home Before Dark. That's the one I was going to read. Well, he has two books about houses. Okay, well, actually, technically, more than that, if you count. So there's Home Before Dark, which mm-hmm. is the one I told you to do. There's House Across the Lake. Right. You told me that then, you didn't think I should start with that because it's controversial. Controversial. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, Lock Every Door, which is kind of house related. Okay. I haven't read that one yet. And in case you're like, I don't know what a Riley Sager is, he writes um, thrillers. So. That is yeah, he he is a very lovely gentleman. We had him once for a event, and he was just really charismatic and funny and kind. Mm-hmm, he was. Um, is seeing as for I don't know, up until about two months before he came, I thought that he was a woman because I <laughs> didn't know that Riley Sager was a man. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, he's really nice. I like a lot of his books. I've read Home Before Dark, House mm-hmm. Across the Lake, and Final Girls. The other, oh, and Survive the Night. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I actually so I forgot. So I actually just started the arc because I have digital access to the arc. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'm getting a physical copy, which is very sad. <laughs> oh. Um, because I forgot to tag it as I requested an arc, and oh. I hoped they would just send it, but it, it's getting published in June. Mm-hmm. And so usually they would have sent it by now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very sad about that. But mm-hmm. um, I will survive maybe by just reading the, the ebook. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to tab it anyways. Aww. Bookseller problems, I guess. Yeah. Hashtag bookseller problems. 
So looking back at the books you did read, did does anything stand? I mean, I know we talked a little bit about how you really enjoyed Daughter of the Moon Goddess, but looking back at the books you have read, what has stood out for you so far? You know, as like my favorite. Yeah, like or not necessarily. What's just like stuck stuck out to you? What one you couldn't stop thinking about? I mean, Daughter of the Moon Goddess I just read, so I can't classify it like that yet. I think. I would say of the 12, uh-huh. <laughs> um, I would say, I would say the serpent in the wings of night is the one I think about the most Okay, just because it's also currently a staff pick at mm-hmm. the store. And so I've been recommending it to everybody mm-hmm. and I don't know when the second one's coming out, but I'm trying to keep the story fresh in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, well, didn't it, didn't that book just come out? So it's probably gonna be a year. It came out last year. <gasps> Wait. Or you Becky, looking? I literally just clicked on her author profile and then the book. The second book is called The Ashes and the Star Cursed King. Oh. It's planning on coming out April 14th. <gasps> so there's maybe there's an arc. See if there's an arc. No, there's not an arc. Oh. Wait. Oh, oh my God. If there's... Hold on. Because... <laughs> Okay, I thought it would literally be months because you're right. The last one was published um, August 30th. So that's Mm -hmm. a pretty quick turnaround in my eyes. Oh my gosh, that is so fun. It's not going to be available. I'm just telling you it's not going to be. I just know. Is it it, um, published um, independently? It's not published independently, but it's a small publisher. I'm almost positive. So, uh, I'm not seeing it. Oh, bummer. No results found. Hey, but it's coming Sad. out soon. It's exciting. That is exciting. Oh my gosh, yes. That that's gonna be one of the next couple books I read. It's like I have like a like five ish books that I'm like, okay, these are the next one. So that's that's at the top of the next five ish books I read. So I'm excited to start that one because you've spoken so highly of it. I I need to do a little refresher because I'm reading the summary and I'm like, who's that? What's their name? <laughs> Who is this? They did what? <laughs> so you know, but. Okay, well, that's exciting. Uh, I think that one, Daughter of the Moon Goddess, will probably be up there too, but I haven't, um, like, it, I've read it so recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what about you? Um, let's see. I'm looking here, and um, I really enjoyed Tom Felton's memoir. It's called Beyond the Wand, The Magic and Mayhem of Growing Up a Wizard. And he, if yeah. you don't know, he played Draco Malfoy in... Uh, I almost said Lord of the Rings oh my <laughs> in Harry Potter. Um, and I, so I have been reading some celebrity memoirs. Oh, the, the next celebrity memoir I'm going to read is uh, Paris Hilton, which I'm very excited about. Um, but anyway, all that to say, uh, so I was really excited to, you know, hear a story. He's not someone like you see in a lot of TV and movies like these days. And so I just kind of wanted to, to hear his story. And he is just so lovely. He's so sweet. He's so kind. And, you know, some people are like, is this actually true? Like, is he actually this nice of a person or is he just British? Like, what is it? I actually want to believe that he's actually this kind and nice of a person. But um, I listened to the audiobook, And if you get a chance and if you're even interested in reading Tom Felton's book, I would recommend the audiobook because he does all the voices of like the people in his life. And like when he imitates like the American director of Harry Potter, it's just like so great. Like, I loved it. Um, it did take me a couple chapters to get into but once he started talking about it, like, I'll give you a little spoiler. So yeah. in the first Harry Potter book, his grandfather uh, was his chaperone. And the director saw his grandfather and was like, 
oh my gosh, have you ever thought about acting? And he was like, no, I haven't. And he ended up being one of the professors that's in the opening scene when they walk into the great hall. He's like on the far right, I think. Um, So I just thought that was just such a sweet, lovely little note, you know, that his grandfather made it in because he was just there and he looked like a wizard. So um, it's a really sweet story. That's cute. I really, I really enjoyed that one a lot. Um, Looking here. Because they were really young when they started filming. Yeah, so. really young. And he talks about how he feels really bad for, you know, the the trio, the, you know, Harry, Ron, Hermione, because Harry Potter is like all they've ever known. Like he acted before that. Um, he was in a movie called The Borrowers, which I think was a kid's book first and then was a movie. And then he that was also familiar. in um, Anna and the King, which is a, you know, King and I retelling. So he was, he played the the son in that. So he's, he was in some stuff before that and. He's just uh, just wonderful. Um, I highly recommend that. If you even like Harry Potter at all, I would recommend. He has all this behind the scenes stuff, which is really, really fun. So that one I thought about a lot. And, um, you know, Scythe is fresh in my mind. Good good sci-fi, good dystopian um, sci-fi. And, yeah, I think those ones really stuck with me. And, you know, one I haven't talked about at all, but one of the first ones I read this year was The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I really, really liked it. Good Good storytelling, really great storytelling. Um, But I definitely recommend that one. If you don't know what that is, it's about a uh, a movie star, uh, like a 1950s movie star who is, I think she's in her 80s or 90s. And there is a journalist who um, Evelyn requested her to write her story. And she doesn't know why she's been requested. So it's basically um, current timeline and back back in um her timeline as she's she's marries seven husbands and you're like why did she marry these husbands and you're getting the story is why why that happened and her her life story and just really good i cried um yeah i liked it better than i thought i would so that is one that's been on my list for a while um i actually mm-hmm. even have a hard cover of it believe oh. it or not mm-hmm. that's how long it's been on my shelf mm-hmm. but um I feel like just everyone has read it and it makes me less likely to read it. I know. It. That's one of the reasons I w- had not for so long, but uh, my mom got it for Christmas and so she liked it. And so I was like, you know, you have the book. I might as well read it. So that's why I read it. Yeah. But I liked it and it made me want to read um, some of her other stuff. So I think all of her books are like in the same universe. Like there's like mm-hmm. minor characters in each book. So I'm curious to, especially with uh, what's the, the TV show that just came out. That well, Daisy Jones and the Six yes. is oh. like probably the most popular just right now because of the show mm-hmm. um but like for me i i don't like books about music like mm-hmm. they bother me because i'm oh. a musician i okay. feel like they'll just they get irritate me no not that they get get it wrong and i'm i'm just like ugh, it's just not something i enjoy reading mm-hmm. and i haven't really been able to figure out why um and everything people have told me i'm like yeah it sounds good but like it's not something that is for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, but I've heard good things about it. Yeah. So last question of the podcast. Um, are you changing any of your goals? I mean, we, we talked other than the one that you <laughs> dropped your reading goal down to 75, but other than, other than the, that, the one where I dropped my reading goal by like by a half. third. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, I think I'm happy with that. I think, <laughs> My reading goal, uh, one I want to add, is just read what I want. And I know mm-hmm. that sounds kind of silly. No, no. I, I know like, what you're saying. 
But I think part of the reading slump is like I've been like, oh, I have to read this for yeah. the store or yeah. I can't read this because someone's already blurbed it at the store. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like I'm not going to read that. And I just I want to get back to reading anything that calls to me for for whatever or like books. I'm like, I can't really talk about this on the podcast because I don't think our listeners would know it or care. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know. But I, I want to get back to just reading for me. Yeah. Um, Being a mood reader, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's the only addition I would make to that list. Yeah. How about you? Um, Looking at what I've read, I I think I just need to read more fiction. (laughs) 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 So uh, that's the only thing I would add is read more. Like I said that I wanted to read more fantasy or no, I said I wanted to read more sci-fi and mystery, Mm -hmm. but I'm like missing the fantasy. I read so much fantasy last year that I'm I haven't read much this year and I'm like missing that. So I think I want to add more fantasy back in. Um, just cause I crave go. that. I crave the magic, man. Yeah. So you, you kind of have a similar goal, which is like your goal was to read a little bit differently and now you miss mm-hmm. what you used to read. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think those are some admirable goals we have. We'll Absolutely. see if we continue to complete them. We'll and if not, who cares? Our podcast people aren't going to care. They're just going to be like, right. whatever. They're like, okay, cool. Give me the free content. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Well, well, thank you guys. We love you for listening. Well, we love you either way, even if you don't listen, but you wouldn't know we love you unless you listen. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sorry that there's going to be no podcast episode the following week. Yes. Yes. We're on Um, a hiatus next week. Yep. So don't forget. I'm sorry we won't be in your inbox on Friday, but maybe Becky will post something for you guys. Maybe a five minute clip of her just talking about Akatar. <laughs> who knows <laughs> just I, on instagram we'll stories I'm, I'm feeling bored we'll see <laughs> all right well thanks for listening and all as always guys all right bye guys bye thank you so much for listening to the podcast you can find us on instagram at your bookstore besties please like share and subscribe so more people can listen have a beautifully bookish day